and welcome to another episode of Beers of the Roundtable presents The Back Bar. Here I'm with a very special guest, my fiance, Haley Barnes. Hey everybody, my name's Haley. Nice to meet you all. Nice to meet you as well, Haley. Alright, so this week I you've been on a few trips and I wanted to kind of talk about some of the drinking culture in the places that you've been. So I guess we can start with Chile. So what was it like going to some of the bars and maybe like the people and the type of drinks that they ordered and what you ordered? So I recently went to uh, South America. I went to Chile. And the first town that I drank at was in Puerto Williams, which is near Cape Horn, very, very southern part of Chile. And... Um, the biggest thing that I noticed was, uh, they had Austral Southern beers, Mm -hmm. which Austral means Southern as well. Um, so that was really interesting. It seemed to be the beer of choice between all the locals. Um, unfortunately, very rarely were we actually at bars with locals because we'd be really exhausted after our day, um, hiking or doing research out in the field so we'd be in the bars by like seven or eight and the locals wouldn't really get started until like 11 oh wow um but yeah that was really great um they had a fair amount of drinks that um were in english surprisingly um a fair amount too in spanish because it's a spanish-speaking country um but like things like uh whiskey mm-hmm. vodka were in english um gin was called ron and really? so um that was really interesting but uh yeah so i got to learn how to say a ton of things regarding bars and drinking what, um, what would some of those quotes be uh baracha or baracho uh-huh. um hopefully i said the word completely correct but it means drunk so baracha <laughs> baracha drunk girl baracho a uh, drunk guy mm-hmm. um and so quiero estar baracha <laughs> i want to be <laughs> i want to be drunk so that that uh, we had um classes with some uh, chilean classmates so that was they thought that was hilarious that i came up with that on my own um but uh I guess, what are some of the drinks that you ended up ordering? So, I'm not much of a beer person um, prior to the trip, and even still a little bit on the trip. So, I um, tried whiskey sours, because um, often at at home, you, Scott, would, mm-hmm. will make, like, apple sours or cherry sours, mm-hmm. and so figured i know what whiskey is in spanish apparently it's still whiskey and so (laughs) i would try it out really really enjoyed it um so pretty much had that pretty every time i was at this one bar um did they ever shake like egg white into it and make it foamy you know they that was a drink that they like made in the back so it makes me wonder because it was also a pizzeria so it makes me wonder (laughs) if you know they kept eggs in the back because it would be a little foamy um but they did have a we we saw later on the trip that they had a mix in their fridge so not entirely sure how they made it um i never saw drinks shaken 
uh, really? in front of us at the bar. It was either things that just could be easily mixed, uh, and yeah, nothing shaken. Um, and then in addition to the whiskey sours, they had a mango sour, which was pretty decent, but that for sure came from like a, a pre-made mix. Uh, they also had Pisco Sour, which, mm-hmm. um, according to our Chilean classmates that are from northern Chile, not southern, they said Pisco is a staple of Chile. Like, uh, if you think of a Chilean liquor, everybody's going to think of Pisco. Uh-huh. Um, I can't entirely remember what the drink tasted like. I just didn't like it as much as the other sours that they had to offer. So I only tried like two sips of it and passed yeah. it on to somebody else. I think... Pisco is just supposed to be like a spiced liqueur or something like that. Maybe. It wasn't, it just didn't taste sour or sweet like the yeah. others. That's what I remember. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did really enjoy, one classmate said I had to try Piscola. So Pisco mm-hmm. plus Coca-Cola and that was actually pretty good. So if nice. it was spicy, I guess that would make sense of Coca-Cola. Um, Coca, according, yeah. <laughs> it's according to them in Spanish. Um, and then, yeah. That, that's pretty much it for Chile? That's pretty much it. Um, I did try to have a mojito, because I didn't realize it was gin, and, uh... You didn't like that? I didn't like it, no. It, I, I had a ton of sweet drinks, like the whiskey sour, the mango sour that night, and I tried the mojito, and it was just very... A blunt taste, yeah. I guess. It was minty. It was just, I was like, oh, I definitely don't like Ron. <laughs> yeah. No yeah. gin for me. I, I think that uh, the mint is what gets me for a mojito, just because the sweet with the mint just doesn't mix. Yeah. I also didn't know that, because, you know, I have vo- vodka and whiskey were in English, that Ron was gin. Uh-huh. So in my mind, I'm thinking, like, Ron Swanson from Parks and Rec. <laughs> this, was, this can't be a bad liquor. And uh-huh. it was. But my other classmates liked it, so yeah. they got the drink. All right. I guess next we can uh, we can talk about our trip to New York. Ooh, wait. I have one more thing about Chile. Oh, okay. There was another bar we went to that... Um, the locals called the bar bar in English. So I think it was like L whatever bar is in Spanish uh-huh. and then bar in English. Um, but the bar bar offered 40 ounce beers, oh. these Austral Southerns, <laughs> uh, for like three bucks. Wow. Um, I mean, they charged in Chilean pesos, but, uh, it converted to around three, four dollars for mm-hmm. these 40 ounces. So that was pretty fun. Um, I, like I said before, wasn't really a beer person beforehand, but began to kind of get a taste for it, and I realized that I think I like the darker ones more so than the light ones, the pale ales, mm-hmm. or at least with that brand. What, um, what flavors did you like about the dark one? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm just trying to get, I guess, adjusted to the taste of beer. Like how when you first drink coffee and it's awful, and at some point it's just not awful anymore. Yeah. I think I finally had reached that point in Chile with the beer that mm-hmm. I was like, oh, okay, that actually wasn't bad. And towards the very, very, very end of our trip, like I think we'd already left uh, Puerto Williams, um, I even craved to myself, oh, I, I want a beer. And uh-huh. I don't know where that came from or why or even what I was, like, the taste of what I was craving. But I I thought to, that to myself, so. Uh-huh. Well, cool. 
You want to move on to New York? Yeah. All right. Sorry, so. ruining the pace of no, your, no, of your back good. bar. Um, I'm just that person crashing into the podcast. No, you're good. Uh, so, yeah, in New York, we went to Times Square, and there we went to a, I guess, tequila bar. And so while we were there, we got a margarita, and then I think it was a... It was like a blackberry... Blackberry margarita or something like that. Oh, goodness. I don't know. We even said to ourselves, we were going to talk about this on the podcast, and look <laughs> at us, not even remembering. But anyways, what do you think of those compared to... Like, I mean, they were probably way more expensive than anything you got in oh, Chile. Oh, yeah, Definitely. Probably way more intricate, too. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I was talking to you and looking on Times Square, so I didn't get to see the guy mix them. I would say, I mean, he made it, I mean, he mixed it as professionally as, you know, anybody. Oh, probably, like, okay, I'm, I'm comparing it to Chile, so, yeah. <laughs> like, uh, another Chile story. <laughs> Go for it. Um, like, so, we, uh, we're trying to figure out how to say shot in Spanish. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we had a friend that um, has family in Mexico City, and so he's able to speak the dialect of Spanish that would be found in Mexico City. So he's trying to say shot, and I can't remember what the word is, but the guy wasn't understanding us. Mm-hmm. At some point, he shakes his head. He's all excited. We think he understands us. And <laughs> he takes this glass um and like fills it halfway up with like vodka and then the other half up with the monster drink we're like oh no (laughs) something got way lost there and so that was probably like the most extensive mixing that i saw in chile Mm -hmm. so i'm sure i'd be way impressed by whatever that guy made in new york city Mm -hmm. but yeah i mean i think you know going to new york that's like probably one of the best places in the united states to get a cocktail and i don't know did you feel that it was a high quality drink or did you feel like eh, this is just a drink (laughs) oh i'm such a terrible person for you to ask that to you because i'm starting to get a a palate for Mm -hmm. any sort of alcohol you're much better at it than i am and you've taught me everything that i do know um so to me it was just a drink but i'm sure I mean, that's fine. I'm sure if I kept drinking enough, (laughs) I'll have a better idea. But yeah, I I would assume being that close to Times Square, I mean, this is like literally like you can see like the New York ball, uh, New Year's ball. Um, You can see the red staircase right on Broadway uh, outside this restaurant's window that I'm sure they only hire top mixologists there and bartenders. So yeah, I mean, I would assume so. It was a neat place. Just like the downstairs, they had like a whole separate bar, a bar within a bar. Yeah. And we're from Texas. You don't have anything underneath (laughs) the ground because of limestone, but Uh I I mean, this place kept going and going down. So yeah, it was a really cool environment, really cool layout. I like the bar. I didn't like that they charged like 20 bucks for guacamole. That, that hurt my Texan heart. <laughs> yeah. But no, the drinks were really good. Yeah, I mean, I, I liked them. I don't... I, I always feel like I'm going to like the blackberry, but then whenever I try them, I'm always like, this kind of tastes oh, like dirt. I thought you liked them. I liked it, but like... it. There's like the subtle earthy flavor to blackberries I don't like. Yeah. I like raspberries more than blackberries. See, I think the thing that freaked me out about the drink is... Um, it was pretty solid, like square cube ice. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. But I could—they had the seeds still in there, mm-hmm. and I don't know, seeds just kind of freak me out. Makes you feel like 
yeah. chewed on raisins, which that makes me feel like I'm chewing on old wrinkled people. And it's just, <laughs> it's just, it just goes on from there. It's just worse. But, um, I mean, I like the flavor, but yeah, definitely having the seeds in there kind of ruined that drink for me. And I went back to my, uh, margarita. Yeah. My basic margarita. So, well, yeah. And I think that's kind of like a big contention, uh, is if you muddle fruit into a cocktail, whether you strain it or not. And I would like it. I agree with you where I would strain out any of the seeds and stuff like that and make sure that the cocktail I'm serving is very clean and it has all the flavor, but if you did orange or orange juice, would you, is that typical to take out the pulp? I would take out the pulp. Different fruit. I mean, I guess unless it's like, what is that? Screwdriver, just vodka and orange juice. I'd leave the pulp in there, but. I don't know. We were going to try to go on the speakeasy tour, but, you know, Texans in New York, we didn't know what we were doing, so that didn't happen. We took the subway the wrong way. Yeah. (laughs) And then somehow, like, the the train just, like, broke down, and we couldn't go back the way we came, and it was an adventure all on its own. We didn't even need alcohol to have a good time there, I guess, figuring out the metro. But, yeah, I almost wish that we had that opportunity to try out more drinks in New York, but really like the environment of that one restaurant and mm-hmm. we were pretty exhausted after our broadway show yeah yeah so just went back and had but, Lacroix water thanks to our <laughs> hostess yeah but what we can compare it to is denton yeah yeah so what oh do you think of denton's fry street culture compared to what you experienced in chile compared to chile yeah. um hmm not as many people not as many people in chile or yeah yeah like like i said before uh we we got out there way earlier than any of the locals as we later found out um and so yeah um i'm not sure i wasn't anticipating that question so i didn't have an answer right on the top of my head but uh i mean i I think there's a lot less mixed drinks in uh-huh. Chile, at least from the bars that we went to in our little town. Uh, this was like a port city, uh, Puerto Williams. So Puerto means port. And so um, they're kind of isolated compared to other major cities that we ended up going. Mm-hmm. But we didn't drink in those major cities. So well, I guess. Uh, prob- well, I don't know. Denton's pretty hipstery. Like right. He, um, you see all sorts of students, all walks of life in Denton. Um and the culture changes vastly between each bar, which I'm sure that's a thing mm-hmm. <laughs> outside of like a college town. Where everybody's just buying drinks to get drunk. Um, but yeah, probably a lot more mixed drinks in Denton. Mm-hmm. They're going to be served in bigger qualities because I'm thinking of the pitchers, mm-hmm. uh, not necessarily like beer pitchers, but um, like their mixed cocktail drink pitchers. Right, right. Um, probably the same price. Uh, Affair. That's interesting. Yeah. Um, hmm. then, Although that ooh. 40 ounces of beer <laughs> for three bucks, that would be a steal yeah. here. Yeah, that's true. I don't even know if I've seen like a 40 ounce in Denton or anybody drinking it. I don't no. know if that's something that's sold, not at convenience stores. Something that we did accidentally do is we crashed this private yacht club party. Uh-huh. <laughs> so that's already a crazy enough story on its own. But... um 
so we accidentally crashed this party because we think it's the uh, disco discoteca in town mm-hmm. and we wanted to go dance and um so we get on this boat it's a port city so to us it's just like oh, okay this is just where people go and <laughs> dance in the city <laughs> and um my friends are trying to like get alcohol at they had like a bar built into this boat, so they're trying to get alcohol at this bar, and we later find out it's a uh, a lot of Australians and uh, Frenchmen and women, mm-hmm. and the people that I guess own the boat say, "Oh, we we're not actually a restaurant. This is a party. Alcohol on us. Everybody get the gin." <laughs> and so, yeah, they like I didn't end up drinking there. I just danced. Uh, they didn't have dancing. It was not an official uh, discoteca, but mm-hmm. um, no, that was that was a lot of fun, but. Yeah, uh, so, yeah, even little towns can have really big parties, so I guess yeah. that's similar to Denton is, um, even like the sketchiest looking situations will probably be like the best. So, yeah. and that kind of reminds me a little bit of Fry Street, just, uh, it's not like the most elegant, beautiful, polished place like, uh, Dallas Uptown. Right. But you know that you're gonna have a good time, and the, the drinks are really, really fairly priced, so. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I guess last question. Uh, Chile is really uh, known for its wine. Did you end up trying any of the wine there? I did. Uh, one of my classmates, she's really into wine. It's taking classes and she she knows how to assess a bottle of wine. Again, I am not, <laughs> I'm not anywhere near that level. I am a well, lover of barefoot pink yeah, Moscato, <laughs> and I don't really go any, I don't branch out any further than that. Mm-hmm. Um, so to me, it was, it was just interesting trying a lot of different things. Um, we were a cohort of at least 20 people. So whenever we go to restaurants, everybody would have a set meal, but they, they would allow us to, um, purchase bottles of wine for the table and to share and so we were just sharing drinks the whole time like everybody just trying things out so got to try white wines uh, red wines i wish i could give a better example of things i do remember this one wine in santiago Mm -hmm. that it uh like smelled like baked potatoes and (laughs) my wine friend thought that was really interesting but i'm sure she'd never put that on an actual review like oh smells of elegant baked potatoes like (laughs) But, um, did it did it seem like your wine selection was regional by where you were? Oh goodness, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I didn't really pay attention to the mm-hmm. manufacturer. Would that be the word for or I guess, a wine vineyard? Uh, not distiller, but yeah. Whoever whoever ended up making the wine, I didn't pay attention to those names. It uh-huh. seemed I don't think we ever repeated a bottle. Okay. Um. So, the last restaurant we went to in another city called Punta Arenas, um, it was, I mean, it was a fairly high-class restaurant, as uh-huh. we were told. We we didn't end up paying for the meal, so we couldn't really assess, but um, they would bring out bottles of wine to us and, like, would uncork it, let us try it, and then would give us the option to keep it at the table or bring in something else. Wow. Which, yeah. To me, I would feel like that would be an expensive thing, so... <laughs> Um, yeah, so we had that, but no, I wish I, I had a better category. <laughs> it's okay. To me, it was just an experience getting to try things out, so. We'll see, and that's kind of what it's about. It's, you know, finding, finding your niche drink mm-hmm. that, you know. 
barefoot pink Moscato. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or, or vodka, just straight vodka. Or vodka, yeah, or, you know, just something. Distilled from potatoes, preferably. You could go into, you know, any bar and be like, I want this drink, and they, you know, make it for you. And, I don't know. <laughs> that, that, that's what I've tried to get to a point with. Yeah. yeah, or that drink that I can't say on the podcast because my nan will probably listen to this later, and she doesn't <laughs> need to hear that word. But um, I guess that's yeah, it. and yeah, I definitely need to expand my uh, palate, be able to pick out different um, taste. Mm-hmm. But overall, yeah, a lot of travels and a lot of just enjoying the different cultures within. That's um, good. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. It was really, really good. Thank you for having me, Scott. Yeah, thank you for coming on. Thanks to Beers at the Round Table. Yeah. Um, And I guess, as Brad would say, don't forget to crack a cold one with your boys. (laughs) 